Um, I think everything's good to go, mm-hmm. so um, we're just going to do it. Cool. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, buddy. What's going on? Oh, how you doing? Life is pretty great right now. <laughs> cool, man. I, ho- I hope it's great for everybody else out there listening. You know, want to thank everybody for being here, taking their time to, you know, hang out with us today on this lovely day, the day of our Lord. I would hope, you know, Jesus and shit. <laughs> Nick Prezioso in the house. Why, hello. Say hello to the internet. Hello, internet. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Before we get into the conversation, I do want to shout out some things. Today is July 3rd, so it is the day before July 4th, which means some of you are probably doing something fun, you know, for your holiday, which is cool. Make some noise for holidays. Make some noise. But for those of you out there that are not doing anything fun, I got something that you could be doing on July 4th. Sykes and the New Violence is playing a house party in the South Side on the 4th of July. I do not have the information right now because it has not been uh, officially announced because we are recording this a little bit early. But by now, the event is online. So just go to the Sykes and the New Violence Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you'll be able to find the information on that. I mean, I did not have plans before, but I feel like I have plans now. There you go. (laughs) There you go. That should be pretty fucking tight. Uh, July 12th, you can catch Grey Walker at the Smiling Moose. And then July 18th, Sykes and the New Violence is playing another free gig up at Scratch once again in Troy Hill. We're doing that weird... uh, playing in a restaurant bar thing uh, on an off night, but we did it a few months ago and it was actually a lot of fucking fun. fun. Yeah, It was a lot of fucking fun. Awesome. So uh, definitely come up for that because we had a blast the last time. And if you weren't there, you missed out. You missed it. Get to the fucking gig. So, okay, I'm sitting here today with my dude that has, you know, no stranger to the gig, no stranger to the hustle. Mm Mm-hmm. The one, the only Nick Prezioso. We already, you know, you already said hello to the internet and all that. But for those of the the people out there that aren't familiar with what a Nick Prezioso is, why don't you let us know what is it? I am a photographer, videographer, graphic designer, and I do a little music on the side too. Yes, mm-hmm. I actually met Nick through the music scene. We've known each other for probably going on a decade now, yeah. if not oh, yeah. longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's played in some bands that you may be familiar with doomsday initiative. That's one loco phylum. <laughs> and most recently you are, you front arch rivals. Correct. Correct. Which just played, we played with you guys at the, uh, Millville music fest. Dude, so what a dope show that was. It I was had, fucking I awesome. I was like just hanging out and having like every band on that bill it was, <laughs> it was like such a stack deck all day. Yeah. No, such a good time. Yeah. No reason to leave. That was a really, really good time. So, you know, this is primarily a, music podcast but music and art yeah. but since you do play in a band and you have played in bands mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit just about arch rivals and what it's been like now because i know uh you know after doomsday initiative kind of did its like disbandment yes we'll say yes. 
Uh, you know, you probably haven't played in a band for, you know, mm. at least half a decade, five years, maybe yeah. five, six years. Yeah, yeah. So that's crazy to even say half right, a decade. Know, right? it, makes, it makes it sound so much longer. <laughs> I was but like, wait, once, he's right. <laughs> once, once you get to like, you know, our age now, yeah. we're both in our like early to mid thirties. Once you get a couple decades. In, yeah. Yeah. It's like five years. It just feels like a thing. It feels like fucking nothing. And, uh, but yeah, so, you know, now you're getting back into the scene. Mm-hmm. Which means you got out around 2012, 2013, yes. which is like kind of what I have commonly referred to as the dark ages of the local music scene. You feel it too. Because yeah. there was, it was just so like, that was a really good time to be in a band and not be in a band anymore. Yeah. Because it was just yeah. like, everything just sucked. Yeah. It was really weird. But now we're in sort of a, a renaissance of sorts uh, where there's all this awesome stuff going on, really good people, good venues. I couldn't agree more. Like I'm... uh you know, this is like my third like major project as I consider it, but it's just like, like it's such a great time to be in the scene now. Like I have, I have like all of my, I have so many more friends now in these projects and there's so many more bands that I'm like, like looking forward to seeing. I feel like everybody kind of just like, just like evolved all at once while no one else was looking. It's like (laughs) totally, totally. And like, I mean, I've been in it the whole fucking time. And it's really funny because actually I started the podcast in 2014. So like when we were roommates. <laughs> yes. When we were roommates you used to podcast from the room or the, the floor below me. Uh huh. Absolutely. And, uh, which is really funny that you're just getting on the show yeah, now, right. 200 and whatever episodes <laughs> later. But, uh, I did, I did get some cool shit on my mouth first. <laughs> like I would not have wanted to be on the podcast <laughs> with that either. So, uh, but yeah, I mean like in that time frame, there was like nothing going on. Yeah. And it's like really funny now because like now I like have to like turn people down for the podcast because yeah. so many people want to come on. I just don't have, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. either we can book something, you know, four months from now mm-hmm. or, you know, we'll just have to do it some other time. Right, right, right. There's so many people doing so many cool fucking things. Yeah, totally. Agreed. So you definitely picked a good time to come back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, just like it's uh it's, it's kind of serendipitous. Like everything felt right. It felt like it was time to do a band again. I felt like I, uh, put together like a better team than I ever had before. I felt like the scene was more active than it had been before. Like there were actually bands that I wanted to gig with whenever like, like doomsday initiative was kind of fizzling. Like I didn't know who to play with. There was no one that I was like, there was bands that like I was friends with, but they were kind of fizzling too. And it was just like, it was not an exciting time to be in the scene. Totally. Totally. And you know, again, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of stepping outside of the band, you mentioned, you know, videography, Mm -hmm. photography, and Mm -hmm. you work with a lot of bands. Oh yeah. So, you know, that's another testament probably that you've seen to how thriving the scene is now, just based off of, you know, all the stuff that you've been doing in terms of, you know, your graphic design work and photography and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) All the fun. Yeah. Dude, they're like, I feel like a new venue opens up like every month now. Sure. (laughs) Like that's how like much better the scene is than what it was before. Like, have you been to the rock scene yet? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It's a really, really beautiful space. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm stoked for that place. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's one of those places like I'm super stoked for because I know I'll see some good shows there, but I know it's probably going to be a while before I play there. I know. Unless, unless we can like weasel getting another, (laughs) the next brutal beer fest there or something. Ooh, Ooh, that's a thought. That is a thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rock Scene's dope. I cannot wait to start shooting there. Like I've seen shows there, but I've yet to like book a gig there. 
So, and that's like, you know, mostly what I, I booking gigs these days for me is not the band world. It's the photography world. So, and, uh, you know, I know right now, like you are kind of like, you know, freelance mm-hmm. full time mm-hmm. at this point. Yes. So I call it fun employed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this might actually be like a really good place to start this conversation because mm-hmm. I've had conversations with some other people that, you know, have kind of foregone the, uh, well, I don't know. We'll call it the, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to like make it sound like I'm like shitting on anybody that has a job that isn't like a creative job. I call it like a typical career path. Cause what, okay. like, you know, like I'm just, I'm just doing something that's not typical, you know, like it's, it's, it's typical to have nine to five, you know? Yeah. And you've been doing this now. I mean, you've been doing freelance stuff for a while now, mm-hmm. but outside of that, how long have you been like full time or fun time employed? We'll yeah. call it. Uh, that was actually just in March. This, this is super fresh. We're still like working it out. It's like one, like I literally live my life mortgage to mortgage right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really fresh, but it's like, it's the most fun stress I've ever been. You know, like I couldn't be happier, but I couldn't be more like going crazy at the same time, trying to figure out like what's next. You know? Sure. 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 I'm sure it's like giving you a reason to kind of keep chasing the next thing yes, or to always maybe kind of have like, it's not even a matter of chasing the next thing. It's like having the next half dozen things lined up <laughs> and it's getting the current thing done. Uh-huh. So I'm free to do the next thing. Uh-huh. So Absolutely. yeah, dude, it's been awesome. Um, you know, right before this, I, I kind of like eased into it. Um, before this, I was like part-time at Permani brothers doing graphic design. So I was like only halfway employed and, from there, it just was like, it just made sense to like go all the way with it. Absolutely. So, you know, I guess for anybody out there in the internet world listening that maybe is like, ah, oh, fuck, like I want to, you know, I need to leave my job. I want to do pursue art full time. I want to pursue like, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, those steps, like what were the, you know, the baby steps that you took to kind of get to the point where you are now? Cause it obviously wasn't just like a, Oh, I'm going to go from a full time to a half time to yeah, yeah. quit. You know, there had to have been little things like to be truthful. That makes it sound like I had a lot of a plan. Uh, I kind of just picked up the, the things that I was offered. Um, you know, uh, like I was offered a part-time position in Permanis that fortunately paid me enough to quit the job that I had now. And so I, worked part-time and that covered me. And then, you know, all the, all the freelance was like fun money, do whatever you want with that. Um, and then after a while, I just really got like, I can't take photos of sandwiches anymore. Um, a couple little blips on the radar happened that like kind of gave me the confidence. I got in touch with some people at live nation, which was awesome. And, um, like, uh, Permanis was like very cool with it. They even like still float me business from time to time whenever like they need boring stuff like like training videos and things like that. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's all about like, you know, just picking up even that like scrappy stuff that like, you know, I do want to do it. It's not the most exciting thing in the world. I'd rather be shooting Greywalker videos. But uh it's it's like it, you know, gives me that freedom. And, you know, to kind of answer your question, I think like the 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 thing is just like take the leap. Totally. You know? And I think like there's a lot of people and I don't say this to uh, discourage anybody or make anybody feel bad about themselves, but there's a lot of people that say, you know, uh, they wish that they could, you know, do art full time Mm -hmm. that can't even 
muster up the energy to do art for themselves. Yeah. Like they yeah, just fuck yeah, off. Yeah. And it's like, how can you expect It's like the opportunity isn't going to happen. Well, think, it's like, you're going to have to just work and accidentally, it seems like you just kind of fall into it because you keep picking up jobs and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, Oh, well here we are. I, I put it this way. Like, you know, I think everybody would like to do art full time just because that seems like such a, like I was watching some like penguins interview once and the guy goes up to flurry when he was on the team and he's like, do you want to score a goal someday? And it's like, yeah, of course. Who doesn't want to score a goal or a touchdown or whatever. And like to be in a band, to be like a full-time artist, that seems like such a touchdown of like a career path. But like, so everybody wants to do it, but I don't think everybody like just gets out there and does it, you know? Yeah. I think that, you know, the, the, the trick to it is that, um, as cliche as it sounds, it's like a lot of the time, the only person that's really stopping you from doing it is yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's just like, you kind of have to give yourself permission to get out there, you know, and just like, you know, I say it all the time, done is better than perfect. And if you're, if you're, if, if done is your number one priority, then I think you already have like a step above and you should honestly consider like, quitting that soul sucking job, you know, totally. Uh, there was a, a buddy of mine had posted something on Facebook yesterday, uh, or the day before the timeline doesn't really matter because we're shooting in the past and people were in the future. <laughs> but if you're listening to this in like 2050, uh, yeah, <laughs> cause it could totally. happen. <laughs> but, uh, he had posted something about how, like, you know, he, how he thinks it's silly that, you know, people kind of get on him and other people for trying to, you know, make money off of like doing podcasts or video game streaming and stuff like that. And it's like, it's like, why would you like fetishize this idea of working for somebody else? Like, why wouldn't you champion somebody that's trying to make a living for themselves? Right. right. Yeah. Like, um, I, don't know, I saw something the other day, like, uh, why are you supporting Jay-Z when you have 50 friends and bands? Sure. You know, like, you know, these are people that you know that are out there like hustling, trying to get it. And well, that, that's an interesting thing. You know, when it comes to music, um, there's this really interesting discussion and concept that I have in my head. And I've discussed this before where, you know, when it comes to restaurants, it's like, we all kind of collectively know like, Oh, like, you know, like red Robin is fine. But if we go to like Burgatory, we're probably going to get a better burger. Yeah. Or Olive Garden's fine. Yes. But if we go to like Alifamiglia, we'll yes. get a better meal. Right. It's like, why don't we have that mindset with like local arts? Totally, totally, totally. No, and, and, and to further that, like there's an at like something that I say a lot of times, which is like there is some stuff out there that it's like just McDonald's. <laughs> it's like totally they're like 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 uh, I mean, not to like I hope this isn't like talking shit or whatever, but like a lot of radio rock. That's just like McDonald's. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. like, like, why would you like support McDonald's that has enough money and has enough like people buying it well, when I mean, like when Burgatory is right down the street and you know Burgatory and Burgatory is your homie? Well, I mean, you know, some people like it cheaper, yeah, faster. Yeah, tr- truth, truth. You know, I mean, there's Very, a reason McDonald's has their whatever their their you know ninety nine billion yeah. sold or whatever they put on the market. Accessibility. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's really easy. You could go to any McDonald's on the fucking planet and order something, and it's going to taste exactly the same. That's okay. Nobody's going to know. But you can go to any McDonald's mm-hmm. anywhere. It's going to taste the same. Yeah. It's consistent to consistency to the point of being like inhuman. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people do like that. And some people yeah. like that in their music too. It seems. I mean, I'm not going to lie. 
I love McDonald's. <laughs> I don't have a beef with McDonald's. Yeah. I'll fuck up a McDonald's breakfast if I have to. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have any problem with that. But the thing is, like, I, I don't feel bad about liking McDonald's because I also appreciate going to Burgatory. There's right. a time and a place for everything. Yes, yes, yes. But for fun. some, for some, like, there's a time and a place for shitty pop music. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if it's, if I'm all fucking tore up and I'm at some fucking house party <laughs> and somebody puts on Miley Cyrus. I'm going to be like, word, let's do this. Fuck yeah. Where's cash at? Like the last yeah. thing I want to hear is like, I want last thing. If I'm all fucked up at a party. Yeah. yeah the yeah. last thing I want to hear is my friend's fucking demo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I, yeah. But if I'm like chilling and I'm working on some stuff, then I want to listen to my friend. Yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I could not agree more. <laughs> So, I mean, but yeah, you know, it's, it's really complicated Mm -hmm. in terms of just trying to figure out how to get other people to care about what you're doing. And a lot of it I find has to do with representation and the people that aren't necessarily gatekeepers, but the people that could help facilitate like a better draw Mm -hmm. of like attention to local music kind of drop the ball a lot. Like if you get concert promoters that do a lot of kind of like the, oh, we don't, really curate the bands that open up for these shows. We just will let anybody that says they can, that can sell anybody that can sell the tickets. We'll let them open. Yeah. So, you know, you get somebody that typically doesn't go to concerts, Mm -hmm. you know, they go to the smiling moose on a weeknight. They happen to get there early and then their representation of the Pittsburgh music scene, you know, are some, you know, young kids that, aren't really ready for that gig. And then it's like, it just really hammers in that point that local music is amateur. Yeah. 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 And then like, it's not better because most of the people that are good at what they're doing Mm -hmm. avoid playing with those promoters like the plague and they're kind of off in their own bubble. So a lot of people never get to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. totally, That's why I I always kind of like, that's one of the reasons why I try to like tell people like, look, like if you're a band and you're doing good, Mm -hmm. the ticketed gigs aren't bad because outside of like getting a chance to, you know, play with the band and see some people you're representing Mm -hmm. the local music scene to a big group of people that don't typically go to local shows truth truth and that's really important and and kind of the the opposite point of that is like also like always book the younger bands because like the younger bands they just need those opportunities to like get good and on top of that like they got friends in high school and stuff like that that just means like more people at your gig you know what i mean yeah, it could. Um, you know, it, it's. I would say it depends. Like, I think that the biggest deal is just like if I I, under, I fully yeah, yeah. understand <laughs> the concept of you know a concert promoter in the city. Yes, I mean I know we both know yeah, a few I of them. Not mean to contradict you. On no, that. no, 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 no. You're right, but it's like we both like. My point though was that I just wish there was a little bit more attention put into it. But I understand you got mm-hmm. like these promoters mm-hmm. that are in charge of a half dozen venues, hundreds and of shows, they got six shows a night. They got, they don't, get... they don't have the time to really be like, Oh, like who would be a good fit for this show? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally get it. But yeah. it would be nice if like everything was, uh, monetarily stable enough that they could hire somebody whose job that was. I know. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, or just like, I always had this idea of like a learner venue, or it's like, you know, what do you have to like pay for at a venue once you already have the room? It's like, you know, the sound guy, whatever staff there is. Like these younger kids, like, why don't you get a, like, I'm sure they have a friend that wants to learn how to let, mix live music, you know? Or I'm sure they have a friend that wants I to learn. I think that's Roboto. <laughs> yeah, kind of, it is, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I guess we already have that. 
So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't mean that yeah, in any yeah. sort of a negative way yeah, at all. Yeah. But I think that that's the other thing too. Like now, you know, this will be the second time that I mentioned our ages. Do you need another beer there? I do need another beer. Yes. Give me this. Help yourself. The, uh, I, I don't even know how to open this thing. Okay. So Is yeah. Like, yeah. No, you just I don't hear it. Ah, I was on the right path, but and then that comes off, and then you just pour that shit. I've never this growler is like tougher than me. It's a pretty strong growler, I know, right? Yeah, make some noise for beer. <laughs> I'm gonna top off. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But uh, what was I talking about? Oh, Roboto. Yeah, I think one of the things mentioning our ages again and just how long we've been doing shit in the music scene. I think sometimes we forget what it's like to be, you know, yeah, 19, yeah, 20 years yeah. old in the scene and like how important a place like Roboto is because oh, yeah. like as much as I like, I really, really like I'm friends with a lot of the people that run stuff there. I'm friends with a lot of bands that play there, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like in like the least shitty way possible, like that sort of thing is kind of like, in the past for me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I, it's like, it doesn't really make sense for me and like the projects that I do to play there anymore. I feel you. I feel you. So like, it kind of gets out of your radar and you kind of forget that it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's just like, I don't like, you know, you just forget. And then like, then you remember you're like, Oh yeah, there is still a place yeah. for yeah, yeah, yeah. those people to like learn and figure things out. And Dude, that's great. I got, I got a, uh, my cousin, uh, he's 21, 22, you know, just graduated college. He's in a band called fortune teller. Yeah. They're just figuring out all this stuff. And it's just like, it keeps me young and excited to like watch them do their thing. Cause it's like young kids figuring it out. And it's like, I just saw photos on the, on Instagram the other day of like this kid's crowd surfing through a bono. And I'm like, hell yeah, that is awesome. Like, I love, I'm like, wait, I've, that happened. Shit. That's awesome. I'm yeah. just like stoked for him. Yeah, it's super cool. I try not to. I try my hardest to not be the curmudgeon that I hated when I yeah, was like in my yeah. early, in my twenties. But the last like, thing I want to do is like be a gatekeeper, like a buzzkill to like totally. these kids that are just like just learning the ropes and just trying. You know, yeah. it's important that they're trying. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's so. I mean, when I was younger and like you know you don't have the self confidence, it's so easy to like be a shit talker and discourage me. And then like, you know, you get just like, dude, I just want everybody to like be happy and thrive and like enjoy what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you know, with, uh, coming back into arch rivals, mm-hmm. looping this conversation mm-hmm. back around. Um, I know, I think before the conversation you mentioned, you guys don't have anything like huge on the horizon right now. Really. Trying to so you're just kind of like, I know that you had, uh, you recorded a song, mm-hmm. maybe you recorded a few songs, but you released mm-hmm. one. Yes. And uh, where can people find that? Just real quick, where that, can people? That is that? on all the things: uh, Spotify, Apple Music, blah blah blah. Uh, Arch Rivals Dunce Party USA. If you would like to check it out, Arch Rivals one word. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is very For anybody, it's like weird. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, put spaces. But uh, yeah, so you know, kind of you know, getting back into mm-hmm. the music scene now. You know, you're in your 30s. I think everybody in your band is in their 30s. Maybe is your drummer younger? Uh, is he in thirties? We're, we're, we're all 35 ish. Oh really? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm, he I'm, looks younger. My, my, I know. Right. Uh, my, <laughs> what a my fucking turd. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Zach. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. We, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's, we have a, I have a joke with, uh, Jeremy, our guitarist. He's just a little bit older than me. So he turned 36 and he goes, yeah, I turned 36. That's, that's 40. 
I'm basically 40. <laughs> so that's like our inside joke in the band. Uh, like, oh, we're just 40. Fuck it. Totally. Um, I think that I'm really interested to see where um, like the heavy music in general and kind of like the local heavy scene kind of uh, transitions over the next couple years because I feel like there's a lot of people that are like in that same age range as us that haven't been playing in the past few years. Yeah, yeah. That are like now starting to get bands together. Yeah, yeah. Like we yeah, were yeah. even we're. I mean, we're for those that don't know, we're above Penn Brewery. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Penn Brewery, and then shout outs to uh, my good friend James Evans, who is now working downstairs. Brutal Beer Fest fam, and uh, we saw him before we were recording, and he was talking about how he is a new band that he's starting. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's like all of these things, and there's other people that I know that are starting bands, and like, it's gonna be really cool to actually have some cool bands to play with. Uh, you know, we've. Uh, Gator Shakes, new friends of yeah, ours. I was literally just about to mention them. Yeah, like, those dudes are fucking yeah, awesome. I've, I've met like so many like just cool dudes in the past like couple of months because I got back on the horse and did the band thing again. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's like and it's a nicer perspective I think at doing this at thirty six because like the like the rock star illusion is gone and now you have people that are just doing it because it's like it's fun. And it's like cool to write some songs and get on stage and perform them and try to do your best. You know? Yeah. So it's like, I think everybody's coming at it from like a much more managed or, or uh, the expectations are a much more managed. So it's like, it makes just like for a, a cooler vibe. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree. That's always been the thing with Grey Walker. It's just like, you know, it's like we're all best homies and it's just an excuse for us to hang out. Yeah. 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 You know, and like, Really just finding a way to kind of drop the ego yeah, and just have some fun, play some music with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're taking the time to like, you know, get away from our wives or our <laughs> fucking children yeah, yeah or whatever, yeah. you know, for the night, like load up all this fucking gear with our old shitty backs oh, God. <laughs> and drive across fucking town to play something. It's like, we really want it to be worth it. We mm-hmm. make sure that like we're playing with people that we like mm-hmm. in a place that we like mm-hmm. where we can like, you know, get some drinks that we like some food close yeah, to some food, yeah, you know, yeah. just make a fucking night out of it. On top of that, like, you know, not only are the band members getting older, but the people that come see bands are getting older too. So sometimes like, you know, maybe somebody has to get a babysitter. So you want them to have like a great night too. You don't want them to like go to some like, you know, shithole. So it, it's just like, you know, keeping things exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing too, that like I've said before about like a big issue with like, us and my projects and like somewhere like Roboto mm-hmm. that's like for younger people. Yes. It's so hard for me to get a bunch of 30 somethings on a weeknight to go to Roboto mm-hmm. to a drive venue. <laughs> it's just like, it's not yeah, what yeah. it's just not in the cards. Right. It right, sucks. Right. But, uh, you know, again, shout outs to everybody there. There's no fucking beef with that. I mean, I saw the best Andrew WK show of my life. Oh there. yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we were at the same one. Cause there was two of them, but I, I did go to one of them. I, distinctly remember seeing you on stage so okay yeah we were there uh it was uh here's my bullshit for that uh we it was a pizza party yeah there was all these pizzas there and my buddy kept a slice of pizza in the back of his pocket and at the end of the night he asked andrew wk to sign his pizza and he did fuck yes that is awesome so i would say you know we chatted a little bit about music and all mm-hmm. that shit. Let's get into some fucking listener questions. All right. Cool. Let me pull this motherfucking thing. I love uh, the soundboard. <laughs> uh, internet, where you at? Mm. Yo. All right. Let's do a quick 
let's do a quick refresh. So before we started recording today's episode, like literally right before we started, I put out a Facebook thing asking for listener questions and tagged Mr. Nick Prezioso in this. We got 14 comments on this thing now, so we're not going to answer 14 questions. It ain't going to happen. But uh, homie of the show, fan favorite, good dude all around, John Knoll. I literally see John Knoll at everything I go to these days. We need more people in the scene like John Knoll. He's a fucking dude that supports and he's a blast to hang out with. (laughs) For real. Yo, your boy John Knoll asks, what was the bet or what was the worst band you've ever seen live intentionally or unintentionally? Uh, This is a hot take, but uh, it was Tool. Uh, I'm not much of a cool fan. Their their music uh, does not do much for me. Not not for me, but uh, this was at uh, right after... I think Lateralis came out, okay. and it was uh, you know at console before it was console or whatever. But I watched the screensaver for an hour and a half. Like it was so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fair enough. You know, uh, I am. I'm like this weird sort of middle of the road Tool <laughs> fan. Yeah, yeah. Where like I don't dislike Tool, but I also don't have this sort of a. Uh, like holier than thou yeah, yeah. thing when it comes to them. Like they got some good songs and like when it hits, you know, I catch, I catch a good one every once in a while, but like, I don't know. I think the ex did it to me, man. Like they just played like, uh, what I know the pizza is fin- There's like, there's two bands that have always blown my mind. And, uh, this is actually a really good answer to this question. Um, okay. so, you know, you mentioned tool mm-hmm. and it's always blown my mind how they were able to become as big as they are. With how, like, on paper, like, if you were to, you know, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. write, oh, yeah. you know, like, look at their music on, like, mm-hmm. like, sheet music, it's, like, so, like, I would say scientifically unaccessible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, they somehow manage to do it. And another band that's like that, and actually probably my answer to this question, okay. would be Radiohead. Okay, okay. So um, go on. So, I saw Radiohead when they came to console. Okay. Like last year. And I know a lot of people were like really loving the show. Didn't the I, show sell out, sell out in like five minutes or something like that? I don't yeah, know. it was really I, okay, okay, I, okay, bought, yeah. I mean, I bought tickets the day, like as soon as they yeah, went on sale, yeah. because it's like Radiohead's playing 10 minutes away from my front door. I'm going to go see them. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, I've never even been the hugest Radiohead fan, but yeah. it's like they're a band that I feel like if they're playing 10 minutes from your front door, you should go see gotta, them. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, you have yeah. the extra money, go fucking see them. Yeah. So I went and saw them and I will, I'm willing to maybe set aside some things in terms of like, granted we got cheaper seats. So we were a little higher up. Mm-hmm. We were kind of disconnected. We weren't really in the bubble. Yeah. You know, but I feel like watching a band like that, that has such kind of like an intimate performance in such a huge space. I just felt like, not that I was like watching like kind of similar to you. I just felt like I was just like looking at something and it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of blows my mind that like a band that's so like artistically unaccessible and who like on album, I respect a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But like listening to that stuff live, it's like, I would want to see them in a place like the moose or something. It needs to be like small so I can actually see what's going on. That was my next like thought. Like that's one of those bands where like, you know, I understand that their music is that popular, but like, I don't want to hear the guitar through a PA system. I want to hear what that amp sounds like. Absolutely. You know? And it's like, I wish, like, I wish that my tool experience was like that. 
maybe because then I would have probably been so stoked. I probably thought that was the sickest band, but like I was a million ways miles away. And you know they they, they you know yeah. you're watching silhouettes and just swirls for for two hours, and I'm just yeah. like, this there's is- something about like. Like you really need to be larger than fucking life to do a like to do like a fucking arena show. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we're going to see Iron Maiden at console, Ooh. and I am fully convinced that it's going to be fine. I've seen them yeah, plenty yeah, yeah, of times, yeah. and like between like you know their their stage props and pyrotechnics and just the way they like, I mean, they own a fucking stage. Mm-hmm. You know, those motherfuckers are elderly and yeah, they're running yeah. around. You yeah. know what I mean? Radiohead. It's just like you know they're just. They have their spots. It's chill. Yeah. And then, yeah, you, and yeah. then you get like kind of some cool projections. And yeah. Stuff. You get some cool production, but then like, um, okay. Stepping outside of my bubble, uh, I covered a country show for the first time at key bank. Okay. The other day. And it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like just like a good show. Just great show. Uh, I saw the most country thing I ever seen. Uh, it was, uh, Luke, is it Brian or Bryant? Luke Bryant. Luke I Bryant. believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he just like, floors and ATV like like right down the middle of the stage like it's like coming at the country and then he breaks but there's this like super tall mic stand and there's a stage built onto the ATV and he does <laughs> the first song from on top of the ATV fuck yeah it's like this is the most country thing i've ever dude, seen that's it's like fucking awesome. like rob halford judas priest with the motorcycle yeah. but just country yeah I know, right <laughs> i was like this is like i've never had this flavor and you know not much of a like. I don't really know anything about country go. It is, but like, this is a dope show. A like, good show is a good fucking yeah, show. Yeah, Hell yeah, it was dude. Like, like he hit every note. You know, it was it was just good time. Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, that's that's our answer for you, Mister John Noel. Hell yeah. Let's scroll it down. We got Josh from Spare Change. Uh, you know what, Josh? I'll get to your question some other time because we're having a little bit of a lighthearted conversation. And that one's a little bit more. Uh, that's a little bit more thoughtful and, yeah, and yeah. deep. But I will get to that for you. But, hey, you know, this is the stuff that matters. Julia Mulligan asks, best tacos in the city besides Mad Mex? Julia knows that I'm a huge fan of Mad Mex. There's a lot to be a fan of at Mad Mex. But I will tell you this. I never get tacos at Mad Mex. Ooh. Burrito. Yeah, I'm more of a burrito yeah, rat guy at Mad Mex. Yeah. So sometimes I just, get the, I just get the fucking fried tofu and, like, some pick-a-dippa. If I do pick-a-dippa... I do the black bean dip, guacamole, and the pineapple habanero salsa. Mm. Those are my three. I mean, this is a very Pittsburgh conversation right now. <laughs> but uh, those are my three. But anyways, yeah. To answer your question, I will say that I have two answers for you. Um, but the answer that I want to give you is Dose and the South Side. That's the one I was going to say, too. <laughs> but I will go on record and say that as a vegetarian, Dose, meh. Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know if they've added any different options. I do not believe that they have. Everything that I've eaten there has been good. I'm sure that their meats are probably fucking awesome, mm-hmm. and it probably helps oh, yeah. the tacos out a lot. But as a vegetarian, eh, kind of, it just doesn't do it for me. So my answer for you regarding best tacos in the city, regrettably, is going to be the Taco Bell and Waterworks Mall. <laughs> It's the best Taco Bell I've ever been to. Everything's always very fresh. Everything is I mean, it's just as cheap as any other Taco Bell. And they have better vegetarian options, unfortunately, than Dose. So I apologize, but that's my answer. What's, uh, what's, what's the place in Brookline? Uh, 
Oh, um, Los Palamas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. I think that is my answer. Okay, I love Los Palamas. That's yeah, just, like I I've heard nothing but great things about them as well. But again, I think that's another place too. When it comes to like the vegetarian stuff, it's like, what are your options? Yeah, yeah. I was at uh, I was at Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Sammy Hagar about a week ago. Uh, just friend rang me up and was like, "Hey, I got passes to this. Do you want to go?" I'm like, yeah, I want to go see Sammy Hagar. And oh they, yeah, they, they had a. They didn't have a Las Palamas truck, but they had like a Las Palamas. I'm probably even butchering that name, but like a tent. Okay. <laughs> so okay. it was like, all right, like Sammy and I have the same taste in tacos. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And yo, 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 while we're at this, I'm going to sidestep real quick into a segment that I call, you got to eat this. <laughs> so. For the first time, it's been open for a while, but I went down to the Harris Grill in downtown mm. on Tuesday before okay. band practice, and I had a great fucking happy hour plate of food. Fuck yeah. So, you know, uh, the one thing I'm going to shout out there is for the sides, they offer these roasted veggies. And I was like, I'll take the roasted veggies for my side. Yeah. These fucking roasted veggies, you got... What'd you get? What'd you get? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. it's just labeled as roasted veggies. Yeah. But it is fucking... It's carrots, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, potatoes, red onion, mm. red pepper, green pepper. Like mushrooms? it was like... There was no... I don't <sighs> think there was any mushrooms in there. Ah. <sighs> Maybe there was. I don't. For, okay. okay. Well, hey, maybe forgetting. Well, it, was, but, it was. It was. great without mushrooms, which is a feat in itself. Yeah. So, it was. Yeah. A, it was a lot of things. I'm yeah. glad that you're team mushroom. I appreciate <laughs> that. Just want to throw that out there. I do know. I completely understand. You know, mm-hmm. mushrooms can be a little weird for some people, but you know, mushrooms. I'm like, there. Yeah. yeah I, I fuck favorite. with them. And uh, yeah, but the Harris Grill downtown was awesome. It was the food was really good. Everybody there was really really nice. It was happy hour, and it wasn't like a a huge crowd of people. Oh, so that's awesome. my suggestion. Are there any places that you've been to recently? Ooh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately a creature of habit. Actually, no. Uh, was that ramen place we were talking about? Earlier? Oh, key ramen. Yeah. I went there for the first time today yeah. and, uh, whatever their, their signature dish is, I had that. It was excellent. I got to teach my friend how to do like the chopsticks in the, in the spoon thing. So you don't make like a slob out of yourself trying to get this ramen in your face. Uh, but yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I, she is also vegetarian and they only have or gluten free and they only had uh one option for okay. her. So maybe a little room for improvement. But I had an excellent meal today. Yeah, so I would good. say um I don't know about the gluten free stuff, but yeah. in terms of like vegetarian stuff, even vegan stuff, they have a shit ton yeah. of options. So if you are in the Pittsburgh area and uh, you know, you're one of those people that can, you know, go to Lawrenceville and <laughs> you know, deal with Finding a parking spot, not being a fucking baby about it. Yeah. yeah. Key ramen. <laughs> Gotta eat it. So anyways, back on track here. Uh, let's uh, let's dig into another listener question real quick. I like to do three normally. Okay. Oh, shit. There's a whole bunch here. Um, Brenda, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll skip. Let's see here. We'll skip your one there. Uh, that's a pretty good question. Um. Uh, uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna skip that one. There's a, there's a there's a there's a whole lot of ones we're skipping. Damn, there's so many good questions in here. Some I don't quite understand too. Top five roller coasters of all time. 
Who's the best girl? Wait. I really appreciate Jonathan Kilbeck's nerdy-ass Neon Genesis Evangelion question. Oh, my gosh. I was going to guess it was uh, um, what uh, K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking killer. All right. You know what? We're going we're gonna to go with fucking D, Bruiser Beat, homie. This might take me a minute. D asked a really good question, mm-hmm. so we're going to clap for that real quick. D asks, you're starting a four-piece band with famous serial mascots. What mascots and what do you sound like? Ooh. All right. So I have had z- literally zero time to like even think about this. This is all off the cuff. Yeah. All right. But I could tell you okay. right now, your boy, the frog from the Sugar Smacks box okay. is my front man. Okay. 100%. Gotcha. All right. And then I want one of those little cinnamon toast crunch guys. Okay. On synthesizer. Gotcha. All right. And then I'm going to go with Captain Crunch. Also on synthesizer. Uh, okay. 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 I was going to say drums, but. No. Also okay. on synthesizer. Okay. And then drummer, Tony the Tiger. Oh, that would be, that would be hype. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. And it's going to be like some sick <laughs> post-punk, no wave, sort of just like Did- weird, synthy, goofy stuff. Okay. With like the frog just ribbiting his ass off, all okay. hyped up on sugar smacks. That's my band. That'd be dope. And uh, they're just called. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the name of the band is Dairy Free. Ooh. Okay. Also equally off the cuff. I got Booberry <laughs> on bass. Uh- uh, oh god you have some good ones i also want tony the tiger on tony that's fine if we've learned anything mm-hmm. about pittsburgh music yeah. it's that people can definitely be in more than one band yeah yeah oh, totally. <laughs> uh, okay so we got we got tony the tiger but i see him as more as a guitarist so tony the tiger plays guitar in my band <laughs> like okay that's i can right. see him with just just power moves the whole time sure 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 okay. sure uh on drums uh who would i put drums would be toucan sam can you see toucan sam as the drummer totally totally okay yeah sure why not maybe he's more of a keyboard guy i could definitely see toucan sam fucking up the keyboard i think yeah toucan sam on keys and then those like three little nephews that he has or whatever backup singers Okay. Yeah, All right. we're, so we're, going, we're going big. You're going big. You got uh, like a like a yeah. whole like fits in the tantrums thing going on. <laughs> what kind of what kind of band are you gonna be? Ooh, uh, so what do I have left? Uh, who's my vocalist? Man, I don't know. Ah, uh, there's got to be a good one. I'm already at a handicap because I don't eat a lot of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Can my vocalist be General Mills? <laughs> Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what am I missing? Bass drums. Uh, we, we switched. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that was my band. That's fine. Okay. Okay. You know, my band, you know, my band's called what bowl of cereal, but it's B O C like P O D (laughs) or blue oyster cult. (laughs) It works too. So everybody thinks they're going to see, you know, you know, don't fear the reaper and they're yeah. seeing, you know, 
Tony the Tiger shred there. Don't, great. don't, don't <laughs> fear the weeder. Yeah. I don't know. He's doing there great, but through like a vocoder pedal. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, people performing live and, uh, doing things rather exceptional, <laughs> I was recently turned on to a video on YouTube that I do want to share with you okay. because I believe for a matter of fact, you got to see this. So, have you ever seen Michael Anthony from Van Halen's Drunk Bass Solo? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, for those of you out there in podcast land, this is the second time I'm playing this on the show, and I'm almost positive this will not be the last, because anybody that has not seen this, 1,000% needs to see it, and you're just going to have to fucking deal with it. So, shout outs again to Mario Fusca, my boy that showed me this uh, recently. I'm going to, we're going to start here, start about halfway through. Um, okay, okay. So, but yeah, if you are curious to watch this, you could just go onto YouTube and look up Van Halen, Michael Anthony, drunk bass solo. And the action really starts at about the three minute mark. All right. So let's uh, give this a look. I mean, we're starting off strong with a Jack Daniels bass. Yes. Pouring a shot of Jack Daniels, by the way. Is this Van Halen or Van Hagar? Uh, I'm not sure. Where are we at? In the career? Okay, okay. I mean, it might it yeah. might be Halen. This, this is about Michael. It's not about. now okay okay what the fuck <laughs> I don't know if this is this is <laughs> lunacy or art <laughs> does he have a wall on his on his a whammy bar on his base you know, we've been talking a lot about the effects that we're convinced that there's somebody off stage with a pedal board yeah, that's doing yeah. the effects. All right, all right. So, <laughs> that bass is really something to behold. I know, right? Where can I get one of those? You know, they say that Jack Daniels bass has the smoothest tone. <laughs> For anyone out there that is not watching the podcast, you're listening to the audio only. This is only why you should be watching as well, just so you know. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen the end of the room? It gives you no sense of like an audience or anything. <laughs> He's just running around an infinite black room, and we're led to believe that there's an audience here. Oh, 
that a musician uses a good prop. Okay, oh. okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a sense of the audience now. Yeah. They're definitely there. So, uh, yeah, for those of you out there, I highly suggest, you know, please spread the gospel. That is the Michael Anthony drunk bass solo. Because if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. And uh, that's that. So uh, how are you feeling about that? And, you know, your role as a bass player in the in the time that you've played bass in bands, you know, does that make you feel a little bit better? Make you feel a little bit worse Excellent. about yourself? Better and worse at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, dude, I know, I know. It's really I, like, hard to kind of follow that up or say anything good. after that. I think he invented dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. You know that that's something, and that's the thing is like considering. I don't know when that was. Um, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm sure we could find out when that was. If it was, I'm pretty sure it was Van Halen, not Hagar. The when is not important. The that is <laughs> totally <laughs> that it happened, but it's so funny to think about like people nowadays that do like experimental or off the cuff stuff that think they're so cutting edge, and it's like like even fucking Have your you? boy from Van Halen was just doing like basically experimental noise pieces, yeah, in yeah, stadiums yeah, 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 yeah. forty years ago. Have you ever seen a bass solo? I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers once, and that's, I think the only time I've ever seen just a bass solo. No, I don't. I, I, there's nothing yeah. that's coming to mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can't top. No. So like, why no. try? No, that's probably why we haven't seen one in our lifetime because that <laughs> fucking happened, and everybody else is like, oh, just flee, thinking he can out out bass solo. Uh, good old Mike right there. <laughs> no, no, that ain't fucking happening. No fucking way. Never. So now that we're on the the roll here of you got to see this, mm-hmm. you got to eat this. I just want to let you also know that, hey, you got to hear this. Are you tuned into Plague Vendor yet? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm a big Plague Vendor fan. So, yeah, yeah. the new album, the new Plague Vendor album, By Night. Have, just, not, gotten, have not made it that far it, yet, it, but it I just, like the last one. It just came out uh, last weekend. Okay, okay. And it is fucking awesome. Is it? I mean, it's been out for a while now by the time you people see this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is a fucking awesome album. It's the perfect mixture of, like, like surf punk and like danceability okay like that the okay. one thing that i've found out about plague vendor and like the the thing that they've made me realize is like if you want to make good music mm-hmm. you got to make music that you can fuck to <laughs> and i feel like that like, whole that whole album like you could like <laughs> to that album you know what i'm saying like you could fuck to that that's album. why deftones are my favorite band for yeah the longest they're, they're another band that is like they're they're a highly sounds horny <laughs> yeah dude you put on some fucking deftones and you're like dude no doubt no doubt but uh yeah that plague vendor shit is sick i'm not gonna play any because it's just that's He's that's kind of yeah. uh, uh, i don't think anybody cares that much i probably could but right. one i don't have it queued up and two i think that any streams should be going to them. So definitely check out Plague Vendor. The shit's on Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. So that's my Backed. suggestion for Backed. you got to hear this. So, you know, wrapping things up here, not immediately. You know, we are just under an hour. We mm-hmm. like to go for about 60 minutes here on cool. Start the Beat with Sykes. Uh, you have filmed two or three music videos for Grey Walker that have been released. 
I think you filmed two videos and you also helped with the Beyond All Mortal video. Yes, yes. So you've been a part of three. No, you've been a part of four Grey Walker music videos because we we've, shot without control in your house. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, uh, uh, I like to say I directed two. You directed two. Uh, third one is in production. And then, yeah, I was, uh, I was basically lights, <laughs> like ice DP on the other one. <laughs> sure. And we just shot a new video for the track beyond the glow off of without control with our boy, Nick here, make some noise. Oh, thank you. So in terms of, you know, video production, mm-hmm. um, it's been fun because I think that like all of our most ambitious projects have been with you in one way or another uh and uh this one i think it isn't the most detailed i think the most detailed video we've done was that beyond all mortal video just because there were so many like shots in like different locations that we had to do that was the aliens and all that shit oh that was that was but i think this was the most like i forgot that i was like yeah yeah (laughs) Okay, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a cameraman on that one. Man, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think there's one video here, guys, that I haven't been involved in. Two. You were involved okay. with Dark Waters, which was That's just right. that one that one take that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, Nathan yeah, yeah. did. That's the one I was thinking And of. the Goldlust one that I did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, every okay, other okay, one okay, you've been part okay, of. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so, n- you know, Nick, me and Gray Walker and Nick have, like, a longstanding, you know, creative relationship with each other. And this video that we just did for Beyond the Glow was probably one of the most, like, unnecessarily complicated but awesome <laughs> locations we've ever shot a video in. <laughs> Uh, what, what, how was that, how was that process for you? I <laughs> want to tell the people about, I wanted the woods and you guys made the woods happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, 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 so these were the things, okay. We wanted Nick wanted us to do a video shoot in the woods mm-hmm. and he wanted it close to the city. So we found the woods. Yes. We found it close to the city, <laughs> but to get into our spot, it was like fucking Colt and Evan shout outs to those two. Because yeah, they, they fucking went up there and they spent like a week or two just fucking like cleaning out everything, leveling it off so we could set up shit, getting pallets. They fucking like dug out the hillside and put in stone steps so we could carry things they, up the hill. They made a fire pit and I felt like such an asshole because it was right in the middle of the set. And I had to be like, guys, that fire pit is awesome. I appreciate the hustle, but it's got to go. <laughs> Brian's going to be tripping all over that thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were there was a whole a whole a whole heck ton of work that went into the video and <laughs> the best part is whenever I got to set they had already been there for a while and like they had like the mosquito candle in the middle of the fire pit. <laughs> no, no. The best part of the entire video set was uh Mr. Colt the go getter was like, Hey, I got this really good bug spray. <laughs> <laughs> So we had this really good bug spray for everybody to use, right? It was the good stuff. It yeah. was organic. And uh, I mean, you know, your organs. again, this is all us being fucking idiots and just trusting somebody like, hey, you know, here, yeah. Joey, hey, shout Colt, out. Colt jo- did the right thing. Yeah, Joey, Joey was the only person that read the can and found out that it was actually not for human use. It was actually, you're just supposed to like spray the ground with it and it, get, it yeah. attracts bugs, not spray it on your skin and this was after everybody but joey had already sprayed it all over I literally just was like like right like like point blank at my face because i thought it was funny just like oh yeah <laughs> and it was the one that actually smelled nice so that's the one that everybody wanted didn't yeah i will say 
all things considered, all all chemicals entered into our skin and orifices. Yeah. Nobody seemed to have any weird rashes or have any problems, <laughs> but I did just feel a little bit weird after the fact, knowing that it wasn't supposed to be on me, <laughs> but all in all, things were fine, and the mm-hmm. video shoot went really well. I'm really stoked. I've seen some clips. Until the very end, it went really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we, it was the course of two days, and uh, the day first one, day, day one. We're in the middle. Well, we're like halfway through teardown, and it's like we've been we've been watching the radar all day. and Weather. We, yeah, we just start feeling these little sprinkles, and then within like a fraction of a second, it was pouring, and we're like running guitar cabs and like your, your guys' heads like through the woods trying to get in, into a car. So they're, yeah, yeah. It was a little chaotic at the end, but we did it. Everything worked out. It was really cool. I'm, I'm stoked for the video. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a cool concept. I think it's like, you know, that, that right balance of like fun, campy and just, you know, good head yeah, and yeah, fun that yeah. you come to expect from your boys and gray Walker. And, uh, it's been really cool, like watching you just, uh, develop as like, you know, a videographer, Thank you. um, just through the course of like us working with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think whenever you shot nuclear drone for us, that was like your first that was, band music video. Yeah, that, that was the first time anybody asked me to like do the whole thing myself. Yeah. And I was like, if I can, but yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so it. <laughs> it's been really cool. I'm getting to work with Nick. And like I said, I've known Nick now it's, for almost a decade. Yeah, And like, likewise, it's like, you know, through so many things that you have going on, like I've gotten my first opportunity through just like a lot of the little things that you like you do. Like, it's like dope to shoot MySpace night. That's like one of my favorite things that I look forward to every month. Like, it's awesome to shoot these videos <laughs> every once in a while, you know? Um, yeah. So just like, like, you know, you always need that like one person to like, you know, give you a shot. And for, for me, you have been a lot of those shots. So like, thank you, Brian. <laughs> no, no, dude. Thank you. Um, it's always been, it's been, it's been cool. Just like knowing somebody for as long as, you know, we've known each other and we're still doing stuff. And yeah. like, I think like both of us are just getting like better. At I feel it. like, we're, yeah, I feel like it's like, like we're like figuring it out. We're starting to thrive. Yeah. Like, it's starting to like, it's been, it's been cool. And, uh, it's been, you know, nice now to finally, you know, for us to like sit down and chat. And yeah. I mean, granted, all we did was just, you know, you know, talk about booberry, <laughs> talk about our music and bands and watch. watch Michael Anthony. But <laughs> I'm glad that we're at this point. You know, it's is fucking it, awesome. Is it Michael Anthony or is it Anthony Michael that was uh, in Weird Science? Am I thinking of the wrong Probably one? Anthony Michael okay, or okay. something like that. I was Definitely like, not Michael Anthony. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the bass player from Van Halen yeah. was in Weird Science. But same name, same name, same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, you've mentioned already that, you know, there isn't really too much that you can promote event-wise. But, you know, Arch Rivals, you can listen to them on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the other we're, music services. Uh, we're putting together some new tracks right now. So um, look forward to that. Look forward to the release now. We're, we're trying to get some little mixes happening. And now. if you're curious, if you're a local band and you're looking to get a video, somebody to shoot some photos at a show mm-hmm. or, you know, graphic design work, T-shirts, other yeah, merch, yeah. things I, like that. I, there's a lot Nick, under my Nick umbrella. does a lot of that shit. And like I said, he's full-time freelancer, fun-time employee. <laughs> He could use your fucking work. So I'm always fucking forwarding people to you for I, like music videos dude, and stuff like that. I don't know how many time. of them have like reached out. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure I'm playing and shooting a show in a couple of weeks because of you guys. 
Cool. So it. where can people find uh, Nick the artist, Nick, uh, Nick the creator? Most uh, most active on the gram, uh, Nick period Prezioso, P-R-E-Z-I-O-S-O. Um, I, I'm under just my name on everything. So if you, you know, at Nick Prezioso on Twitter... That's me on Facebook, Nick Prezioso. The advantage, the advantage of a uni- unique yes. name. Yes. I, I share a name with the front man of Bad Company. Did you know this? <laughs> uh, I think I knew that forever ago and <laughs> forgot. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're never. It's gonna. I will never be able to be Googleable as Brian Howe musician because it's always gonna be a lead singer of Bad <laughs> Company, and that's fine. I get it. It's just, but I'm not like comfortable with like the, of uh, going under, like having like a, I mean, granted I have Sykes, which is like a moniker of sorts, yes. but I know you're, various people. You're very, <laughs> very, I can think of three people right now that have been on the podcast whose names, not stage names. They're just mm-hmm. names are actually stage names. They're not their real names. Okay. Like, like they have like, it's like, what? <laughs> Like, that's not your name. That's yeah, not something yeah. weird like fucking Sykes. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, your name isn't John? What? <laughs> you know? Like, are, they like, are they like gone by their middle names or anything? Or is it, is no, it I don't know what it is. I think okay. I, I'm not 100% sure what it is. I don't ask because I think everybody has yeah. the right was, to do whatever they want to do. I, I did a shoot a couple of days ago, and uh, I, I met the girl through Instagram, and we got together, and like I went and picked her up, and we're at my house, and we're shooting. And I'm like, wait a minute. I only know you by your Instagram handle. I don't think, cause mine is just my name. So like everybody knows who I am instantly, but like, I was like, what is your real name? Like, <laughs> I don't want to call you by your Instagram handle. <laughs> yeah. That's such a funny, that's such a funny thing with, uh, the time that we're <laughs> living in now. It's so common. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an uncommon for that to happen, <laughs> which is really, really fucking funny. But, um, yeah, with all that being said, I think we are going to, wrap this shit up and that is all folks thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed the conversation prez cheers you You got another empty cup there i I do i'm drinking (laughs) (laughs) shit well i hope you all enjoyed the conversation I'll, uh, you know, fucking. Hey, dude, thank definitely. you so much for having me. I really dude, enjoyed myself. Dude, thanks for being here. I enjoyed myself as well. Definitely check out Nick Prezioso online. Check out his band, Our Tribals, Please all do. that stuff. If you want to listen to a dollar store every time I die, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're every time I die in the bargain. It's fine. Bar. <laughs> it's fine. Gray Walker is dollar store darkest hour. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'll be back again next time. Same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2019. Shout outs to Christmas. I know you're there. Everybody else, thanks for watching or listening. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. That was sick. Good, good. That was fucking awesome, man.